All right, we're live. We're live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, uh, episode one, Game Break Podcast. I'm the Mighty Bildo. Joined. Oh, hold on. I'm I'm echoing. Gotta, gotta mute that. Uh, joined by my buddy, old school legend gaming over there. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Bildo? Thanks for having me on. Excited to get this podcast started, man. Yeah. Episode one. Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. I'm stoked. Um so summer's summer game fest was yesterday and Xbox uh the Xbox showcase is this Sunday, so I want to get into that. Um but first I wanted to today the um news came out I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but uh the news came out that um Universal Nintendo is working on a new movie for the uh well not working on a movie working on a deal for the legend of zelda movie after the success of the mario movie really okay i'm pretty stoked on that yeah yeah i wonder uh i, I wonder what kind of uh lore they're gonna follow with the legend of zelda they're gonna go back to like classic because i don't i don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the timeline of legend of zelda but there's like three different timelines it's it's really convoluted man they have videos on youtube you can check out and they go a little bit more in depth on what's going on. So, if they do make a movie, I'd be curious to see what timeline they're going to follow. Dude, when it comes to all the uh, lore and timelines for Legend of Zelda, I am absolutely lost. <laughs> I, d I don't know which one fits in where or um, anything like that. Um, all so I know the, uh, is Tears of the Kingdom is Game of the Year. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... Um, you know, I just finished up my playthrough earlier this week, and um, great, 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 great game. Had a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm fortunate to have a great wife who who allowed me to spend a lot of time <laughs> on the uh, on the couch playing the game. Dude, yeah, I I think I've beaten three of the regional phenomena so far, and I'm like hesitating going to the last one. I'm kind of just rolling through, getting armor and unlocking the great fairies and everything trying to um just trying to level up as much as i can i just i don't really want it to end at the moment but yeah yeah got got like a couple more weeks before final fantasy 16 i want to check out so i think i'll just milk it till then yeah man it's um this is not a good year for the uh for the wallet you know <laughs> De definitely a good year for games and gamers but definitely not for the bank account um, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of waiting for games to go on sale before I get them. Unless of course there's something that I really, really want case in point tears of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, but I think final fantasy 16, man, I think this is going to be a day one purchase for me. Uh, tears of the kingdom is day one purchase. No, Tears of the Kingdom was a day one purchase for oh, me, but it, this, this Final Fantasy 16 coming up, this is going to be a, a day one purchase for me. Oh, yeah, so you're stoked on that, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a big uh, big Final Fantasy guy. Have you? Did you play through, like, 15 and all that? So I played 15. I didn't play through it. Um, I, I really didn't get into 15 that much. Um, I really wanted to like it, but I for, for whatever reason, man, it just did not... Uh, it didn't relate to me, so I just kind of stopped playing it. I've seen a lot of hate online um, when it came out about 
uh, the footage of them riding in a car. Apparently, for some reason, people had a lot of issues with them riding around in a car in the yeah, trailer, yeah. whatever it was. I never played it, so I don't know, but I seen oh, okay, yeah. that car yeah, get a lot a of hate. In there. Yeah, there's definitely a vehicle in there. Um, but it's, I don't know, it, it for whatever reason, like it, it was really the combat. Um, I might have to just go back and revisit it and like actually play through it. But for me, like the combat was just, it didn't resonate with me. Um, and that was really what it kind of made it tedious for me to play it. Is that the first Final Fantasy that came out with uh, that got rid of turn-based matchmaking? Um, I don't know to be honest with you. It might be that that might have been the one because yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen was the uh, the MMO. Yeah, and um, thirteen was the uh, the one on the PS three and the three hundred and sixty that had the other sequels. But that was the uh, they introduced the uh, the paradigm shift in that one. Yeah, I think I think uh, the turn-based combat for me is what turned me off of the series altogether. I haven't played any since Final Fantasy X, way back on the PS2. I'm kind of excited to get into this and see um, what it's all about. Yeah, I'm actually um, I prefer the turn-based. Um, funnily enough, my my favorite Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy X, and I know that's probably uh, one of those controversial hot takes because most people they have uh, their favorite is six or seven which I thought those were great, but for me, I don't know. Like, Final Fantasy X was just, like, it for me. Yeah, I think ten is a one I, I played most of out of all of them. I think um, I played a little bit of seven at my buddy's house, but then I got eight myself, and um, I think I might have put a couple hours into it when I was a kid, but I never really finished it. I never got deep into it at all. Yeah. So for the longest time when I was younger... I had no idea how to play role-playing games. I had no idea about, like, you're supposed to, like, go and fight stuff to level up. I just always advanced from, like, one area to the next area that you were supposed to, and I would always die. Um, <laughs> and wonder so why. Like, Man, this ain't fun. I keep dying. But then um, the the one game that actually taught me how to play role-playing games was uh, Chrono Trigger. And, um, and I was back on the Super Nintendo. So once I learned about that... Um, you know, grinding in that game was actually really fun. Going forward, any other RPG after that, I was like, oh, okay. You know, you got to level up a bit, you know, grind some of these battles, get your skills up, and then move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you think it can't be? I, I'm a novice when it comes to, like, hardcore um, role-playing games, but do you think Final Fantasy is the first series to kind of introduce that grind mechanic to it? Like you got to level up before you go any further in the game. Um, well, so when I growing up, you know, uh, my, my first console was the original Nintendo and, um, on that console they had, um, and I can't remember to, uh, right off the top of my head. I can't remember what came out first, but I remember the three big RPGs on the original Nintendo, um, at least for me were dragon warrior, um, Ultima Exodus, and then Final Fantasy. Dragon Warrior and Ultima Exodus both have that turn-based grind type of leveling up. So With I the leveling system and everything? Correct. So I don't know which of those three came first. So it's, it's very possible that Final Fantasy is the one that introduced it, at least to the Americas. But again, I could be wrong on that. Yeah, well... That's the only thing that's getting me into 16 right now is 
the um live, I don't know what would you call it? Uh just a free kind of combat or whatever. I, I would I I would consider it just action RPG. That's right. You know. Yeah. I don't so um I've heard some people uh, describe it similar to Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's quite that, um, but I think it's going to be close. So they had the uh, the Stranger of Paradise, like that spinoff of Final Fantasy, came out what about a year ago, maybe two years ago, and I think the combat is going to be kind of similar to that, where it's it's kind of like the uh, Breath of the Wild combat, kind of like Elden Ring, Dark Souls type. Yeah. Um, and at least that's just based that's that's my thought based on what i've seen um one of the things that i think is really cool about this though is the um all the accessibility features that they're adding so if somebody wanted to get into this game but let's say that they don't have enough time to you know grind and do all this other stuff there's going to be a lot of accessibility features in the game that are, that are going to help you do that you're going to be able to grind up um they have stuff that so like the the, the new uh, materials and stuff they have, you you're gonna you're gonna be able to set up like an auto leveling system on those, so you won't have to worry about hey should I allocate points here should I allocate points there whatever it's just That's gonna good. go ahead and take care of it for you. That's good because that, like when I get into games like that where I got to figure out which uh, points to allocate to which attributes and stuff kind of stresses me out. It's like man I want I want to upgrade my charisma to sweet talk people, but I don't want to be weak either. I want to upgrade that strength and agility and stuff. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> yeah, they, they take that decision making away from you. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed a lot of games now that are coming out. They have a lot of uh, accessibility options and I think that's fantastic, man. I think that's really good. Um, one, one of the examples I could provide that like I personally used was uh, the last of us part one. So it was actually like the the actual Last of Us on the PS5 that just got re released about a year ago or so mm, for um, seventy dollars. Yeah, for seventy dollars. <laughs> but 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 you see, since I don't pay full price for the games, you got to wait for them sales. So that was a a twenty dollar purchase for me. Um, yep. Which I mean, probably still overpaid that twenty bucks. But I love the Last of Us, so that was okay. Oh yeah. Um, some of the uh, some of the features they have in there, the accessibility features, um, they have where you could uh, like they have like auto aim. Um, you could slow down time, so when you're aiming at the clickers, like as soon as you aim down the sights on your weapon, time slows down. So you could shoot like whatever the polyps are. You get them domes. Makes it easier, like, huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have an option where you could pretty much be invisible. Um, you go into like your listening mode and nobody bothers you. So you can just walk from place to place and not have to worry about getting attacked or anything like that. So for me, that was a welcome addition because I had previously played through the last of us on the PS three and then again on the PS (laughs) four. So this is, this is the third console I'm playing through the last of us on. And um, that's a nice little feature just to not have to worry about like that grind that we were talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's kind of what turns me off um, of some games is the grind. Like I've never fully played through the Witcher. I would love to, don't get me wrong. But every time I jump in, I feel like there's just so much things to do and so many items to craft and so many side missions here and there. I got to level up before I go to a certain story mission. And it's just, it's just too much for me. So I've never actually finished the entire Witcher 3. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you on that, man. So I, I've beat The Witcher 3, but I haven't beaten The Witcher 3, if you know what I mean. Like, so. you've finished the story, but you haven't actually <laughs> did everything that they, yeah. uh, like all the side quests and stuff? Correct. So with the uh, the PS5 upgrade for The Witcher 3, I thought about going back and playing through the DLC for it. Um, but, I mean, everything else started coming out, man. So it's just like, that's on the list, and I'm going to get to that eventually. But, you know, right now I think there's a couple more things that are taking priority. Yep. I get that. Um, man, I just had something on my mind I want to bring up. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Street Fighter Six. That just came out last week. I know you're you're a huge Street Fighter fan. Did you pick it up? Are you playing it, or what uh, do you think? So I I have not gotten it yet. Um, so this this will actually be the first Street Fighter game that I have not gotten on day one, and um. The, the reason for that is, um, you know, as I'm getting older, I, uh, I'm i playing online multiplayer less and less. And personally, I feel like a game like that is meant to be played online. Yeah. Granted, it's, it, it's going to have a good campaign and all that stuff. Um, and you're going to get, you know, your money's worth playing against the computer. But for me, I'm just going to be playing one-on-one -on -one battles against the computer. So I can't, I, I, I can't justify spending 70 bucks on that. Um, when I'm not going to play it online, but yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't get into the online world in those type of games. I will get my rear end handed to me real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys that are playing online are just, man, they are so good. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it, it becomes discouraging to be completely honest with you. Oh, um, yeah. but you know, I, I encourage anybody, man, like I, I play the demo of it and I mean, game looks gorgeous. Um, you know, they have like that commentary feature in there now when they have like the guest commentators. Um, so, you know, it's more like you're watching like Evo or like one of those fighting tournaments where you have, uh, you know, two people competing and then you have other people doing like the, the commentary in the background. Um, really, really, really. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's um, interesting. So, so uh, Zelina Vega from WWE is actually one of the other uh, commentators on there. Really? Yeah, now, are they like yeah. characters in the game? You see them or no, just voices? No, 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 no. Yeah, they're just voices. So like what, what ends up happening is like you set up your game, you choose your stage or whatever, and then like they have a commentary um, option that you can keep on or off. If you turn it on, then you could select which commentary, which commentator you want to have like commentating your fight. Wow. That's pretty cool. I, I never thought of, that's interesting for a fighting game like that. Yeah, and I, I, and I could be wrong, man, but I think this is the first time they've done this. I think this is the first time like a fighting game has had a uh, commentary feature like this. Oh man, the the last fighting game I got was Mortal Kombat 10 on Xbox, and <clears throat> I had to put that one up on the shelf when my wife came in here and beat me in it. <laughs> she she beat me like a redheaded <laughs> stepchild, man. Oh man, I was I've been trying to get her into gaming, and years ago she was like, "Oh, I like fighting games," and the Mortal Kombat 10 had just went on sale. I think I got it for like 20 bucks or something. I went and got it, brought it home. We hooked it up. We we're one, two, three games in, and she, I think she beat me every time. I'm just not the fighting games are not my thing. <laughs> yeah, I I used to be a big fighting game guy, and um, you know, again, getting older, the reflexes aren't as fast as they used to be. Yeah, I know. I'm proud of myself for, for still hanging in there for like the Call of Duties and stuff. 
those oh, sweaty yeah, twitch shooters. <laughs> yeah, I I can't anymore. Um, now I'm that guy that comes in last. I've, I'm I'm like my my kill death ratio is like one in fifty. <laughs> um, you know, so and like, you got the, 12, the, 12 and thirteen year olds talking trash to you. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the the last time I played, man, I had you know some like eight year old kid cut a promo on me <laughs> over voice chat. So I was just like, ah, all right, you know, maybe this ain't for me anymore. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. It sucks getting older. <laughs> yeah, but um, with the, uh, the the mechanics in the fighting games now, man. Um, for me, it's just like it's it's too much. You know what I mean? Like you have like so many like X factors and like juggles and infinite combos you could do and like like that's cool to a point but that's a lot to learn oh yeah you know and like it, you know it, it's like you want to pl- take your time and play every character but you only have enough time in the day to study like one character's move set because each one has different moves yeah yeah you know and if and if i didn't play anything else um you know if i was just focused on like one game it might be a little bit different because then i would have time to just focus on that but you know as a uh, as a game collector, that backlog is just always screaming. So, like to me, there's always something to play, and it's just like, man, do I invest all my time doing this, or do I move on to something else, or do I invest a little bit of time here and a little bit of time there and a little bit of time there? Yeah, then you add a wife and kid in the mix. I know you don't have a kid, but <laughs> you add one of those in the mix, and you're struggling, and a full time job. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I, I work for a software company, so I'm behind a computer screen eight hours a day, five days a week. And uh, to be honest, man, the last thing I want to do when I get off work is sit in front of the TV and play a game. Got to yeah. decompress a little bit, man. <laughs> get myself a couple hours, have some dinner, chill with the wife a bit. Then it's like, OK, calm down a little bit. Let's get some gaming time in. But yeah. by the time I do that, you know we're heading into 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, being a responsible adult, <laughs> you make time sure to go to you bed. get to bed on time. So you wake up early, get to work. So, <laughs> uh, Hey, uh, something else. I kind of pissed me off when I seen it today, but, um, I was laying in bed last night, scrolling through Twitter and I seen, uh, ad for the collector edition, Spider-Man, Spider-Man two coming out October 20th. So they got a pretty nice Venom statue in there, and it's pretty sweet. I was like, man, that looks so cool. I want to get it. I was really thinking about getting it. Then I scroll down a little bit, and I see it comes with a uh, steel case, nice steel case for displaying. But the game they give you is a digital copy of the game. And that pissed me off right there. I'm like, why why are you going to give me a steel book, first of all, with a digital code. Am I going to put the little digital code inside the steel case and display that? Yeah, that is. Um, so I, I saw that too. And I think it's going for what, like 220, 230, something yep, 230, like that. Yep. Um, to me, man, that is just super overpriced. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're not getting a physical copy of the game. Yeah. So like, I mean, Hey, knock off 30 bucks. You know what I mean? bring it down to like a solid 200, you know, maybe mm-hmm. 180. Like I get it, man. Like that statue really, that, really nice. That thing is but sick. The steel book. I mean, I guess, Hey, it looks cool on the shelf, but like 
you're, you're not going to do anything with it, but most people are going to end up getting that and turning around and buying a physical copy of the game anyway. Uh-huh. So immediately there, they're dropping close to 300 bucks on the collector's edition plus a physical game. So I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not with the collector's editions like that anymore, man. Yeah. And it, this whole going all digital thing, like it's inevitable. It's going to happen one day, probably the next generation going to be completely digital games but i i hate it i want to fight it as much as i can um i feel like just when you buy a digital copy of a game you don't truly own that game oh absolutely absolutely like they they shut down the stores in some of these consoles like the ps3 whatever you bought digitally um they say like oh if you bought it you can still log on and download it whatever but how long until they shut that down and then you don't have access to those games anymore but I feel like these big game companies want to do that to re-release and then sell it again later down the line. So you're buying the same thing multiple times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the digital age, man, it's it it makes me sad, but you know, it's just it it's inevitable. Um, you know, then you got the companies like uh, Limited Run Games, and um, you know, I, I for a while I was a big fan of Limited Run Games, but you know, I, I feel like places, companies like that, they, they like to create that artificial scarcity. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's been several times already where um, I think Streets of Rage 4 was one of the most like recent examples I could think of um, where Limited Run was like, hey, listen, uh, you know, Limited Run, digital copy only, blah, 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 blah. And then the publisher went and released their own physical copy. So now you're paying like 60, 70 bucks or like whatever else for the limited run copy. Or you could get the copy from the publisher from like your brick and mortar, Best Buy, Target, Walmart yeah. for like 50 bucks or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I understand they, they're including like extras and all this stuff, but I'm sorry, man. Like them stickers or like whatever you have, those aren't worth yeah. 25, 30 bucks, man. I don't care about them stickers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, I, I get a little disappointed, man, because I think it's a missed opportunity with that collector's edition. I would like to see at least maybe release two different versions of it. One digital and then one for physical, because I just, I, I know I have a lot of friends who are physical collectors and I know they, they just stopped getting collector's editions altogether because it's just not worth it. Hey, here's, you know, I got these cool statues and stuff like that, but I have a digital copy of the game. The whole point of collecting is to have that physical stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, and I don't think it bodes well that all the rumors I'm seeing online with the, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a PS five pro or what, but it's going to be like a new, um, new model i guess comes out no disk drive they're going to be sending it they're going to be selling a detachable disk drive so i think they're going to discontinue this physical disk drive version of the ps5 that came out recent uh like three years ago now yeah i, I mean i could see that happening i really could uh, i kind of wish they would do that with the uh, with the series s you know i've got that xbox series s and um you know i i do like it but, you know, I've got a pretty big Xbox One, Xbox 360 physical collection. Um, and I just don't, uh, I can't see myself buying a Series X um, 
especially with how infrequently I use my Series S. So if they did something like that with the Xbox, man, I would I would be on board with buying that attachment mm-hmm. just to have that, you know, maybe like 200 bucks for that attachment. I'd be okay with that. I think um, I haven't got, I haven't upgraded from the Xbox One X yet. Mm-hmm. I still have my Xbox One X and I got my PS5, but I'm waiting on the Xbox Series X. I think the one game that might sell me on that console is going to be Starfield, depending on how that looks in the next couple months when you start releasing more footage of it and get to see more information about it. Yeah, definitely excited about Starfield, man. Um, Definitely keeping my expectations in check, though. Um, You know, I thought this last game that came out, Redfall, was going to be... I, you know, looking at the previews and stuff for it, I thought that was going to be the next thing. I was like, man, that looks great. And, um, they got you. I haven't played it. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it just got, it just bombed, man. Um, did you get it? And it's no, 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 no. So now, I could play it, uh, on Game Pass, mm-hmm. but I, I try not to get Game Pass because I just have so much other stuff to play. So then, like, I just, if I get Game Pass, then I just have like this never ending cycle of, Hey, what am I going to play next? What am I going to play next? And um, me being a primarily PlayStation player, I've got the PlayStation Plus like premium. Yeah. So with that, I mean, there's there's already tons of games with that also, um, which is very similar to the Game Pass. So I just um, I, I sat out on that one. I was waiting to see the reviews and everything on there just just to see how it was going to be. And um, you know, they they were all disappointing. So I was like, okay. That's probably something I could, I could wait for quite a while to play. Oh yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. Um, so I'm curious to get your thoughts on Summer Game Fest yesterday. I know we talked a little bit about it before, but uh, it sounds like you weren't too impressed. Yeah, man. You know, I um, I. I'm not really sure what I was expecting, um, but there was just a lot of. Let, let's start with some of the pros, all right? Um, and these and these are all my opinion. You know, I know there's some people that are not going to agree with these, and you know that's okay. This is these are my thoughts. These are my this is my opinion. Um, I thought what was great was there's a lot of announcements. Mm-hmm. I think they they announced like forty something games. Hey, that that's great. Um, one of the ones that really stood out was the uh, the new Sonic game. Um, I, I, I think that's going to be a banger when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I, I like big Sonic fan, but I like classic Sonic man. Yeah. Give me a Sega Genesis with the original Sonic, the hedgehog Sonic two. I don't Let's feel do like, it. I don't feel like Sonic is meant to be in an open world format type of game. No, no. And I think, so I will say I did like Sonic adventure on the dreamcast. I thought that was, and, and that, that, not that that's open world, but, that style of game I thought worked really well. Yep. But then we started seeing the uh, the one that came out like on the 360 and the the PS3. I think it was just like Sonic the Hedgehog, and it was um, he was like saving a princess or something like that. Man, just like really <laughs> odd. And I mean, like the game was just terrible. And pretty much ever since then, it was just like bad Sonic game after bad Sonic game. And did, then um, did you check out Frontiers? Yeah. Yeah. So that that was actually pretty good. Really? Was, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't mind that one too much. Um, then I I think they really got back to form with um, 
I think it was Sonic 4, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Sonic the Hedgehog 4, and that was the one that came out like in two parts. Um, and then they came out with uh, Sonic Generations. Um, that was the last one that came out. And then there was Sonic Mania that, that came out with also. That was... Um, Sonic Mania is the one I'm talking about. That was uh, that was pretty solid. That came out on the Switch and the PS4. Yeah, yeah PS4, yeah. Switch, and Xbox was, One. Was that like a compilation of all the older games? Like one, two, three, pinball? No, no, no. no. That was that was that was its own game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that that's the one with the yellow background with Sonic Tails and Knuckles on the cover? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I think I actually have that one, but yeah, look, it, give me one it's second in my back, backlog. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to pull this off the shelf real quick. Hey, give me one second here. Yep. Man, we got is Luke still in here. Luke McGarry still watching. The Final Fantasy 16 looks great. I agree. It's a day one purchase, and I'm going to wait on uh, drop prices. I'm a wait on drop prices kind of guy. I hear that, buddy. I hear that. I'm a Black Friday shopper kind of guy myself. I could find a nice AAA game for 20, 30 bucks on Black Friday. Sign me up. Yeah, sorry about that. So, uh, yeah, Sonic Mania Plus is the one it's called. Yep, and it's the uh, the yellow background. It's got Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles all on it. I think I got that. I think I picked it up. I think I got it on Switch. But, like you said before, it's the backlog. I'll, it'll probably be forever since I get uh, get to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But when when so it comes I, to when it comes to Sonic, my um, my definitive Sonic is Sega Genesis. Sonic one. Um, I remember I was probably, I don't know, 94, 95, probably four or five years old. Um, sitting in my room before we moved to, um, Florida. I lived on long Island, New York. I remember sitting in my room after school, playing it hours. That's my definitive Sonic right there. Yeah, man. I, I got to agree with you on that, man. I, uh, I'm a big fan of the first Sonic the Hedgehog. While I do like the second one, it's just like that that first Sonic the Hedgehog just hits that nostalgia for me, man. Um, growing up, I had a I had a Super Nintendo, and one of my cousins had a Sega Genesis, so I was never privy to any of the Sega Genesis games or anything. So every time we would go over there, I would get to play Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was the uh, that was the first game I've ever played on Sega Genesis. With the uh, the second game being Tasmania, I remember so, that one. Yep, <laughs> those two games. I just like, I'll, I'll always forever keep those, just because I have like such like fond nostalgic memories of them. Yep, yep. I'm, I was a big Altered Beast fan too. I played a little bit of that when I was a kid. Oh, Altered Beast, the, the man! Side scroller beat 'em up game. Where you, um, I forget. I think you had to. Uh, beat a certain amount of enemies or collect a certain amount of collectibles or something. And then you transform into this beast and just go crazy on people. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh there was a couple of dragons that you hit and they gave you like power ups. So you powered up like two or three times and then you turn into like your, 
your beast form and then like you fought the boss or whatever so yeah you you became like a what was it, it was like a wolf yeah a dragon a bear um and i think that was it there might have been one more i can't remember though that's right but yeah alter beast man yeah that was a that was a good one classic <laughs> yes sir um what else what else from summer game fest you uh you looking at yeah so plus? yeah so circling back to the pros man um that mortal Kombat, you know yep um huge mortal Kombat fan i i have to say though i just i don't know how much more they could do with mortal Kombat. um i mean i'd be interested to see the story because it, in my opinion mm. i think mortal Kombat has some of the best campaigns for fighting games like ever like them stories are like super in-depth they're really good um but i think you know the the new mechanic they have is they have like guest characters mm-hmm. so you're gonna have like you can pick like your guest characters and they could do like run-ins and all this stuff which you know i, I kind of like that concept a little bit but where it comes down to me man is the uh the fatalities because i'm just like what what more can you do at this point yeah they've, um, they've done just about everything and and to me that was like the biggest selling point for like mortal Kombat was to see like the fatalities and oh man you know i could remember back when mortal Kombat 2 came out uh they introduced like the friendships babalities yep. you know and that was that was nuts and then there was that big rumor that they had it was like the uh the pornality or like the nudality or, or whatever <laughs> And it was like, oh, yeah, like you get a male character and you fight a female character. And then like when it says finish him, you type in like whatever. And then like the male character rips off the female character's clothes. But that was always BS. Um, You know, and then in Mortal Kombat 3, we saw the introduction of the animalities. And those were uh, those were dope. (laughs) That was turned him into an animal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like crazy stuff, man. I remember you had... um, striker i believe it was who was the other cop like yeah. his animality was a uh, a t-rex he turned into like a t-rex dinosaur i remember and, like, that person, yeah. yeah that was yeah, two that, that was two or three that, that was three three that was okay yeah. combat three i yeah they they put uh for xbox 360 the xbox 360 arcade they put mortal Kombat three i think on there and that is um like i played uh the other ones like one and two way back when I was little, but Mortal Kombat 3 is what I put the most time in on Xbox 360 Arcade with Smoke. I think Smoke was in 3, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. I played the crap out of that thing, man. I love Smoke. That was my favorite character. But I think, I think, um, yeah, as far as um, the fatalities and everything, I agree. There's not much more they can do there. I don't think there's going to be anything groundbreaking, but I think it's a good move on their part to reboot the series almost. Just mm-hmm. call this Mortal Kombat one. Um, like I picked up ten and eleven, and I started playing through the story, and I thought it was really good. I was like, man, I think this could be better if I knew more of the lore um, of the other previous games, mm-hmm. which I never, I never got into too much. Um, so I think uh, I'm more of a Mortal Kombat guy than Street Fighter guy. So I think I'm gonna pick up the new Mortal Kombat, check it out. Um, but I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for the story mode campaign. Yeah. See where they go with it. Yeah, definitely, man. It looks really good. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um, then we got uh, the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yep, yep. 
man, uh, you know, that looked, that looked really good, man. It looks, uh, I'm, it almost looks like an open world, man. It looks, uh, like I, I, I realize this one takes place outside of Midgar because like the whole, like the, the first part of like the final fantasy seven remake was you in Midgar. Yep. Um, now you're out and it's just like the world is just huge so i'm curious that. to see if it's gonna have like some open world elements or if like it's just gonna look really big and be like super linear like i'm i'm, I'm curious man like i'm i'm ready to see it man i you know got me hyped well pretty I know excited about that one it's gonna be a massive game that's for sure it's coming on two discs from what they say mm-hmm. so there's gonna be um it's, I think there's going to be a lot, a lot to it. Now, you played through the first one, the first remake? Yep. Wow. See, I, I, I haven't even done that. I got it on the PS uh, Plus, I think, and mm-hmm. I played through it a couple hours, and I haven't even finished it yet. Threw it on yeah, the so I, I haven't I haven't played the, the PS5 version, which, like, I, I know it's just the PS4 version with, like, better frame rate, and I think there's, like, a couple extra missions and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back like I pl- I played it on the PS4 Pro, and um, that that game had my uh, my PS4 singing. You heard, man, you heard that fan go and that because yeah. <laughs> that was that that was a beefy game, man. Um, so I, I I I owe it to myself to to go back and play it again, like on the on the PS5, um, playing with that good frame rate and the the new content and stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that eventually. So probably closer to when Rebirth comes out, which I think it said early 2024. Mm-hmm. So my guess is probably gonna be like around maybe March. Um, so maybe like February. Probably pick up the previous one and play through that again just to to have that fresh in my mind when I go through this new playthrough. Yeah, with 16 coming out at the end of this month, I don't I don't see them. Uh, putting that out before 2024 at least i don't think they want to step on 16 in the holiday season and everything no no definitely not i mean i gotta be honest man i was surprised that they showed that um yeah you know i i've been seeing the rumors man of a final fantasy 9 remake um so i was i was actually kind of expecting them to to announce that more so than the final fantasy 7 rebirth just because with final fantasy 16 being so huge now you're announcing like another huge installment into the Final Fantasy series. That's um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I hope people don't get fatigued. You know, I, don't, I hope they don't have that Final Fantasy yeah. fatigue. And and they're putting because... out the the first uh, the collection of the first like four or five, right? Yeah. So yeah, they got that out already. That pixel remasters. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So they they have that. Um, you could buy that. Actually, I don't know if you could buy it physically. I think it's pretty hard to find. But they have uh, on the store, man. You could buy them a la carte. You know, you can start with those, and um, those have accessibility options also. So they have like you could. Um, I, I think it's like quick level up, fast forward, like all this other stuff. So th- those games are pretty much getting rid of that grind. So if anybody was interested in checking those out, um, you know, trying to get to an entry point in the Final Fantasy series, I think that would be a, a, a good starting point. Is with the uh, the pixel remasters. Nice. Um, well, do you have another pro for Summer Game Fest? Or you... yeah, yeah, man. So the, uh, the 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 last couple of pros I got, man, was the uh, the Spider Man release date. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I you could tell. I feel like Sony and PlayStation kind of um, just threw that at uh, was it Jeff Keighley that runs the Summer Game Fest? Like here, you yeah. could you could have the release date, 
Because there's no reason why they couldn't show that a few weeks ago at their own presentation. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand the logic behind that, but hey, you know, that's, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I'm excited about that, man. So now it's, um, you know, fall time is pretty much filled up. Um, so the, the last thing too, was the, uh, that twisted metal preview that they showed for the, uh, the show coming out on uh peacock. Yeah. I was, uh, so I know when they announced it, I was kind of curious. I was like, well, how are they going to do this? And um, I'm, I'm kind of excited, man. I'm a big Twisted Metal fan. And I think this is going to be something with that over-the-top, like, hardcore, like, slapstick comedy. Like, that slapstick dark dark comedy. Yeah, I really um, liked uh, I really liked Sweet Tooth. Yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe, man. That's you know, him? Samoa, yeah, yeah. Oh, Samoa I didn't Joe, know Sweet that. Tooth. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but it uh, the voice is somebody else. The voice, I think it's like Will Arnett, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it is. I saw that yeah. today. So that's um, pretty excited about that. So what, what about you, man? What what are your pros for uh, from SGF? You you hit the nail on the head with my. I only had really two that came out of it for me: the new Sonic and Mortal Kombat One. Right on, right on. I, I, I'm really curious to hear your. Um, what you didn't like about this. Like Ooh. when I, when I talk to you, you school me on almost everything. Like I've been <laughs> gaming my entire life, but you, you think about things more in depth than I ever would. I could look at something like, ah, yeah, I don't like that. But you, you put more thought into it. So I, I like listening to you talk about, about stuff you don't like. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I appreciate that, man. I do. Um, so my cons, man, is like, there wasn't really anything that like particularly stood out. Granted, yes, I had my, my list of pros that, you know, I, and again, that was my opinion. That was, to me, that was probably the most stuff that stuck out. But as I stated, there was a lot of announcements and my pro list was like five things. So I think out of like 42 announcements, only five things stuck out. Yeah, man. Um, one of the things like Fortnite, hey, here's like the new season of Fortnite <laughs> or whatever. Listen, I, I understand people like Fortnite. Yeah. Cool. Like, I I will never hate on somebody for playing Fortnite or liking Fortnite. But to announce that during, like, a summer games fest, like. Yeah. Eh. I, I, especially since the game has been out for, what, five, six, seven years already? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I get, like, you know, the, the new Transformers movies coming out. So they got the, the Optimus Prime gimmick. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I get it. Um, Alan Wake 2. I. So disclaimer i've never played alan wake so i'm not gonna say i dislike it because i don't i don't know enough about it i i'm a little concerned though because the uh, the release date on that um if i believe i'm correct is uh october 17th spider-man comes out on the 20th so if that's the case alan wake 2 is going to get lost in the sauce um like and it looks good yeah it, it does. It, but it looks excellent. If, but. I, if you put both of them side by side right in front of me and I have to pick which one I'm going to play, I'm going to buy, spend $70 on a play. That's Spider-Man all day. Spider-Man 2. Yeah, definitely. And um, for me, as good as Alan Wake looked, I just, um, Alan Wake 2, I should say, um, it, I don't know. Like it just, it, it seemed a little generic to me. And again, this is my opinion. I'm sure that there's people out there who are hardcore fans of the Alan Wake series. Yeah. Um, me, that's, you know, that's what I thought. Um, 
one of the other things was the uh, the announcement of that John Carpenter's game, Toxic Commando. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, it looks like I'm a sorry, Left 4 Dead man. clone almost. Yeah. So like, I I don't know, man. It it just it it didn't hit with me. You know, um, back back in the 360 PS3 era, there was a a John Carpenter's game called Jericho, and um, it was it kind of almost looked similar to toxic commando, but the difference between toxic commando and Jericho was Jericho took place. I think in like, I I think it was like a fictitious, like Israel or something. And you're fighting like demons, like kind of like a lot of like religious undertones, demons, like that kind of stuff. You had six people. um, You could control six different people. They all had their different abilities and stuff. I don't remember if it had multiplayer. I'm I'm like 90% sure it had multiplayer. I just can't remember because it was a long time ago. But seeing Toxic Commando kind of kind of reminded me of Jericho. But I just I don't know. I think that's that's probably going to end up being like another live service game or something like that. That's just going to kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah. And, and and again, that's just my opinion. That's just how I felt about it. You know. There might be people out there who are like, oh, oh man, day one purchase. Hey, if if you're going to buy it day one, cool. More power to you. Yep. No, I, I agree. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, it look, looks kind of interesting. Like, it might be fun to jump in for a couple hours with the with the with uh, some friends and just mow down a horde of zombies for an hour or two. But that's nothing you're going to play for an extended amount of time. And I damn sure wouldn't pay over like 15, 20 bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, then Sandland, that was like that, uh, that anime game. There's a lot of anime style games there, wasn't there? I yeah, got the feeling yeah. like there's a lot of animated, like anime style and not so anime style, but a lot of like cartoonish looking games. And I'm not a big fan of that style of game. Yeah. Yeah. Neither am I. And again, like my opinion, somebody, somebody could be, you know, Oh my God, I've been waiting for this or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. These are just my, these are my takes my opinions um the other one path of exile i i thought passive i thought it looked badass man i was like oh path of exile man i just diablo 4 just came out um diablo is nuts diablo just looks so good like plays good looks good and i just i don't know seeing path of exile just made me think of diablo um, and I, I wish I wouldn't have, I wish I would be like, Oh, path of exile. I like, saw that. And I thought the same exact thing. I said, that yeah, looks you know like, I mean? that looks like a cheap knockoff of, of Diablo. Yeah. So I've, and, and again, I've never played, never played the first one again, my opinion. So that's literally what I thought of. I just immediately was like, Oh, okay. Diablo. Um, and then the the last thing for me was the uh, the lies of P, which was like that uh, that Pinocchio game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they described it as like a Souls like Pinocchio game. So anybody who knows me knows I'm obsessed with the Souls series. Uh huh. About Love. you're on your like thirty third playthrough of uh, Souls two or something, ain't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Absolutely adore the Souls series. And listen, I I like the Souls-like games. I just, um, 
they just never do it for me, man. They just never scratch that itch. They come close. I think probably the closest one for me was uh, Neo. That's probably the uh, the one that has like been like the quote unquote closest to like a Souls like game for me. Yeah. Um, but we've had uh, Mortal Shell, which um, I had a buddy of mine was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be the the, the Souls killer." No, man, it, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> Not even close. Controls were clunky. Um, Lords of the Fallen. You know, I know they have a new Lords of the Fallen coming out in a few months, but Lords of the Fallen previously came out for the Xbox One and the PS4, and that was supposed to be one of those Souls-like games, and man, it just didn't hit, you know? So I, I kind of like the environment in Lies of P. I kind of like that almost like steampunk type looking but I, I i just don't know about it i'm just like eh, you know maybe it's like the wrong time or something yeah. but one one redeeming thing i will say is that there's a demo of it which i downloaded i haven't played it yet but i did download it so i'm hoping to get to that sometime tonight yeah that was released yesterday right yeah yep maybe, maybe i'll download and check it out too um but well, they showed Baldur's Gate three there, and that mm. looked that looked pretty good for me. But I've never played one and two. Have you had any experience in that series, or can you no. like explain to me? Okay. So I, I wish I could. Unfortunately, I'm not. Uh, I'm not privy to the uh, the Boulder series, uh, Boulder's Gate series at all. Um. So that was actually I was gonna pick that game up about a year ago. Cause I, they had, I think it's like one and two, like whatever the remake was, that's like on the PS4. Um, and they had it on sale at Best Buy for like 15 bucks. And I was like, Oh man, let me get that. Cause I'm, you know, I'll play it eventually. But then I just decided not to because, Hey, I'm going to play it eventually. It means I'm probably never going to play it. Yeah. So I'll throw it I on the back. Kind of of that one. Yeah. That long, so, long uh, list. Wish I could elaborate a little bit more on that, but unfortunately I can't. No, we'll see more, I'm sure. Um, but that that that's the one that's got me intrigued the most, I think. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I think the problem with Summer Games Fest is the same kind of problem that was wrong with E3 the last few years it was that was around. Um since you know, the dawn of the internet and all this live streaming stuff, all these big AAA developers and Sony and Xbox and Nintendo, they're all gonna do their own shows. They're not gonna show off their next big triple a game at some at a another some uh, company show in my yeah. opinion they're going to show it off at their own thing and you know get all those advertising dollars to themselves yeah yeah definitely man so i mean overall man like i didn't i didn't think it was terrible i just um i didn't think it was great yeah so so what what are some things you would have liked to have seen man like what, what did you have anything in mind was there anything that you might have had some expectations that you thought you might have seen at summer games fest so not necessarily summer games fest i have more so for the xbox showcase i wasn't really expecting much from summer game fest just because what i just said i i understand what it is like big games aren't gonna you know aren't gonna be shown there for the most part they might show one like they didn't even show any much new footage for spider-man 2 they just show the release date and here you go um, but I, yeah, I didn't have very many expectations. Did you have something in mind that you were like, man, I hope they show this? No. So I, the, the one thing I thought they were going to announce would have been a, uh, a final fantasy 16 demo. Um, 
so with Final Fantasy 16 coming out in like two weeks, I thought for sure Summer Games Fest would have had a little bit more info on there and then like dropped the hey demo now available kind of thing. That's true. Um, they didn't do anything for 16, right? No, no. So we got we saw the mobile game, the Final oh. Fantasy, the Final Fantasy mobile game, which oh. I was just like Mobile uh, games are my kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just um that I mean that that just I lost my interest. <laughs> like I saw that. I was just like, uh. yeah. Um, and then they announced the final fantasy seven rebirth. So I was kind of like, Oh, all right. Um, but another thing I was kind of hoping for, man, was some, uh, some of that Elden ring DLC. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to jump back into, uh, Lothric man. And, uh, w- w- whatever the, cause I'm, you know, I'm playing dark Souls, So Lothric is in, in dark souls. I can't remember what the, the world is in Elden ring. But I want to jump back in there, man. You know, give us uh, give us some DLC, man. Come on. Yeah, you know, you said you mentioned DLC. I'm curious because you know, Breath of the Wild had DLC late in it's not late, but a year or two after it was released, they put out some DLC to uh, get interest spark back up in it. But I'm curious, DLC, um, if they're going to do any DLC for Tears of the Kingdom now yeah yeah i would um i mean i'm not gonna lie man i'd love to see some dlc for tears of the kingdom eventually um you know the the dlc that came out for breath of the wild i had purchased it when it came out like way back when um and i gotta be honest man i never played it really i doubt yeah i downloaded it and i was like yeah i'm gonna get to it and then it just it never happened so yeah i I never i I never even bought it i almost thought about going back and trying to play it i just after playing tears of the kingdom I don't think I'm going to be able to play breath of the wild. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you there. I'm, I'm the same way. As soon as I cranked up uh tears of the kingdom and I haven't played breath of the wild in a couple of years either, but um, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. I ain't no going back to breath of the wild after this. Yeah. So I, like I said, at the beginning of the, at the podcast, man, I, um, I, I finished my playthrough earlier this week of tears of the kingdom. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm still playing it, you know, like I'm just going back and like finding more shrines and doing, you know, just random stuff, having fun building, doing just silly crap, you know, just having a good time where, um, this weekend we're actually heading to uh, Philadelphia and, uh, I'm bringing the switch with me along with some tears of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So in the hotel room at night, I'm going to be, uh, creating some late. stuff and, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> just searching just having a good time man yeah man uh, yeah i've definitely been staying up late the past couple of weeks just getting some time in on it um so is that is that it for summer games fest I, you know I, I don't really have much more there yeah i i think that's it on my end man you know what i mean like i think the uh the gist of it was it was like yeah yeah it was mid <laughs> I'm at the end of the day, I'm glad it's still around. I'm glad um, there's a platform for companies, like especially indie companies, come together and show their games and stuff. Um, but at the same time, eh. Uh, but Xbox has a showcase this Sunday. Yes, and sir. I have quite a bit in uh, a few notes, a few notes for what I want to see there. Um, what are you some what are what is your primary prediction what they're gonna show there um 
so I think we're going to get some more info on Fable Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're going to show off. I think they might have a release date for that. Um, one of the things I'm hoping for is I would like to see a uh, a Fable a Fable Remaster Collection, similar to the uh, the Halo Master Chief Collection. So we have Fable One, Two, and Three updated graphics and stuff for the the series x series ha, haven't S. they confirmed that they're doing that i thought that was like I, confirmed already i i don't know i don't know um i've definitely seen rumors it, about it really okay so that that's something that i would like to see so hopefully if that is true like we'll, we'll get some confirmation of that um that i think the other probably one of the other big things we're gonna see is i have a feeling man i i think we're gonna see gears of war 6 Ooh, yeah it's been a yeah. while since five right it, it has been um it's been a few years so i just i have a feeling we're gonna see gears of war six um i'd be kind of excited about that uh i'm a big gears of war fan uh i prefer the original trilogy mm-hmm. with with one gears of war one being my absolute favorite yeah um you know four and five are okay but um you know five for me it got real repetitive uh, i kind of I, I called it the uh, the arkham knight curse Oh yeah. So I, if you play Arkham Knight, you know it's you start driving the Batmobile. You do one mission with the Batmobile, and then like that one mission just becomes Arkham Batmobile. Like the whole game is like these Batmobile missions. So I kind of driving around way. the city. Yeah, yeah. You get like this uh, this skiff type thing, and you know it. It's like a semi open world game. Yeah. You know they got like a couple like side missions and stuff, and I mean it was just. It, it it didn't do it for me. Yep. Like I enjoyed the story and stuff, but like I was when I when I when I beat the game, I was like well overdue ready to beat the game already. So I was I was ready for it to end. So yep. here's to hoping we see a, a Gears of War six, and oh. um, I would kind of like to see a remaster, man, of two and three. You yep. know, because they have the uh, the Gears Ultimate Edition of the first one. Um, I'd like to see him do that treatment with two and three. Um, yeah, that'd be sweet. I'd, I'd like if they bundle one, two, and three together and release them like all remastered, like in one package. I might pick that up because I don't think I don't think I got the definitive edition for Xbox One. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm curious. In five, I'd never played five. I never even played four. In five, I know uh, wasn't that Marcus Phoenix's daughter in the story? No, it's his son. So uh, oh, Gears okay. of War Four starts a story with his son. Yeah, and then um, who's the female character in the fifth one? Then so that's uh, that's Cat. She's in the fourth one also. Um, oh. So it turns out that um, if I remember correctly, I don't I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who might be listening either. Um, but she uh, she ends up having a. Uh, ends up being related to to somebody important mm. in the series. Um, that's not Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> that's not that. Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay, okay. Nice. Um, all right, some Gears action. I like it. Um, let me see. So I, I saw this this week. It was pretty funny. You know, Adam Greenberg... Um, I guess he's the vice president of marketing or something for Xbox or Microsoft or somebody. He tweeted out this week um, 
there won't be any movie or TV trailers at our game showcase, like kind of taking a shot at uh, Sony, I think. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Even oh, though, like, I, I enjoyed, I mean, so I have no um, dog in the fight when it comes to Gran Turismo 7 not, and the movie they're coming out with. I, I, I'm not a big racing guy, racing game guy. Um, but I thought that was pretty funny. I, and yesterday, I was really stoked to see that Twisted Metal, like you said. Um, but yeah, I guess Xbox ain't putting out any trailers for any movies or anything during their showcase. Yeah, I think they, um, you know, I, I try to avoid the, uh, the console wars, man. I'm, I'm a gamer, so like I, I play everything. I, I play primarily on my PS5, but I have all my, all my consoles hooked up. Yep. And I mean, you know, I don't, I don't discriminate against any of them. Um, but I, I kind of feel like Xbox ne- really needs to have a strong showing yeah. on Sunday. Yep. I, I think they need to bring some heat, man, because, um, you know, they, they even came out, man, and said, you know, hey, like, we, we know we're not going to release any games that are going to sell consoles and stuff like that. So, you know, I think their strategy with gaming is going to be significantly different than your, your Nintendo and your Microsoft I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Sony. Um, so I, I'm very interested to see yeah, what they're doing, especially when they're for a lot of their first party titles go straight to PC game pass, like same day too. Yeah. They're yeah. not really banking on any and people buying the Xbox. Cause you could play all those games on PC pretty much too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, so I, um, I, I think definitely, man, we're going to, we're going to see some, I think we're going to hear a lot from Bethesda. I think we're going to get probably hear some of Starfield. So Starfield has its own, from what I understand, has its own little conference after the Xbox conference. Correct. Yeah. So I think they're, I don't think they're going to touch much on Starfield. I think they're just going to touch a little bit on there. Just maybe like, Hey, like stay tuned to, so I think we're going to see a little bit of that info there. Um, I kind of want to see them announce the, uh, the fallout Four next gen update. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm ready for that, man. I'd like to play Fallout Four again, um, in 60 frames per second. You know, let's, uh, let's get that done. Uh, Luke in the chat says he'd like to see more of Hellblade, Hellblade Two. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, yes. I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure yeah. that's gonna be a big focal point on their show on, on Sunday. Dude, I totally forgot about Hellblade Two. Because I remember it was like probably what three years now, right? Probably three years yeah. when they first announced that uh, yeah. the Hellblade Two, yeah, yeah, something close to that. I, I remember that first kind of reveal uh, trailer where it just showed um, was her name Sonoa or something, just her face, mm-hmm. a close up of her face, and she starts screaming. Like wow, that look, that's like phenomenal graphics. But um, obviously, it was you know computer generated. It wasn't. And I'm, I'd be, I am hoping that's what it looks like in game. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the first game looks amazing. Looks good. Looks yeah. really good. And I mean, like even even on the uh, the One X, I think it runs at like 4K 30, or you could do like 1080p 60 frames. Hmm. Um, so I had actually played through that game shortly before they announced the second one. So when I saw that second, uh, when I saw the preview to the second one, I was just like super hyped, and then like nothing. It was just. Kind of, kind of like Metroid Prime Four. Remember when they they, they announced Metroid Prime Four? Yeah. Like, yeah, we saw the logo. And yeah. Like, twenty five years later, here we are. Haven't seen anything. Still like waiting. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I played I played a little bit of the first game, and just like the visuals were great too. But the sound, if you played it with a headset on, oh yes, sir, God, it seems yep. it feels like you're there. It feels like there's things all around you, and it's like kind of freaky because there's a lot of screams and everything. I guess yeah, and like the whispering and stuff, yeah. man. Yep. Oh yes, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, also uh, Adam Greenberg, from what I understand, he said. Um, there won't be any like full CGI trailers at their um conference either, which I'm stoked for because I hate when a developer brings a game trailer and it's just a hundred percent CGI, no in-game footage, no gameplay or nothing. It's like, yeah, of course that looks great, but what is it going to look like when you know when it releases? Yeah, no, definitely, man. So I uh. You know, I'm I'm cool with the CGI trailer, but definitely give me some gameplay, man. Yeah. Let me see what I'm getting into. Oh yeah, gotta gotta see um, what it's gonna be like. Um, so I was watching in preparation for this. I was watching some like um, predictions videos from like IGN and stuff like that. I seen somebody say Fallout New Vegas two. I know you mentioned um, Fallout next gen update for Fallout four, but I guess there's some anticipation for a Fallout New Vegas 2, maybe, or a Fallout London. So I, I've heard about the Fallout London. Um, New Vegas 2, I'd be interested in seeing. Because that was a pretty um, popular game, wasn't it? It was. It was. And for the longest time, man, uh, there was no update for it. For the uh, There was no next-gen update for it. Uh, not, not that it's a next-gen update for it, but if you play, the, um, if you play Fallout 3 on the Xbox One X, it's got like updated visuals and frame rates and stuff. And for whatever reason, New Vegas just never had that. Um, I think fairly recently, probably within like the past couple of years, they changed that because I've got I've got Fallout New Vegas digitally on the Series S yep. and that runs really, really good. So I'm I'm like 99 percent sure that there was an update on it and it's running at like 60 frames. And maybe they're not doing Fallout New Vegas 2. Maybe they're just doing New Vegas Remastered. I mean, that would probably be pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Um, What I'd really like to see, man, is a uh, a new Elder Scrolls game, man. Oh, what, 6. What Elder Scrolls I mean, 6. I, I know they won't. I know, like... I know they're working on it, but it's probably, like, a couple of years out before they announce anything for it. Yeah. Especially being that they're working on... um. Starfield. Yep, that's what I was yes. just about to say. Yeah, there ain't no way they're showing. I I'd say Elder Scrolls Six. Man, I'd be surprised if we see something at uh, next, like next summer for their presentation next summer, maybe their <clears throat> Xbox showcase. But I'm thinking it's probably two years out at least. I think I think Starfield's gonna be big enough to uh, kind of carry the torch for the next two years or so, and then. Uh, they'll drop Elder Scrolls Six, and everybody will flip out about that one. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I saw another um rumor about a Hideo Ko- uh Hideo Kojima game. Um. Apparently, he might be working, not working for, but like working with Xbox. Uh, maybe um develop a game for that maybe have you heard anything about that yeah so um last year at the xbox game show uh they announced something with him so i'm 
I'm, I'm guessing that they're probably going to have maybe a little bit more information on that. Um, I can't quite remember exactly what it was, but I do remember like the little trailer thing that they showed. It was just uh, Kojima Productions and mm-hmm. like, you know, that was like a big thing. I, I, I just, I have no idea what it's going to be. I have no idea what it could be. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be something on the level of like a Death Stranding. Um, could be wrong though. Yeah, yeah, Death Stranding, it was super weird at first, but once I got into it and got into the story and everything, I really started to dig it. I liked it. I uh, played all the way through it, and I'm going to do the same thing. I think they announced, yeah, they're, 2's coming out. Death Stranding 2's coming out, so when that comes out, I'm definitely going to get into that. Yeah, I I never finished Death Stranding. Um, I played it, and I I did like it. I, uh, it, it was, it was odd. It was definitely different, but yeah. I had a lot of fun, uh, trying to figure out how to maneuver the boxes and stuff on his back, just yeah. trying to, you know, get the weight distributed. Cause I, like, I, I was always making my stuff really tall and then I'd always like fall over and then like lose everything. And, uh, but I, I did really enjoy that. I, uh, I think the problem with me is I kind of, I kind of guessed where the story was going mm-hmm. and it, I think I kind of ruined it for myself. I still don't know for sure, but um, I just kind of stopped playing it. So that, that's another game that I need I need to repick up and play again. Yeah, it's it's definitely got its elements of walking simulator, but for the most part, like the story, I think is strong enough to keep it keep it going. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven DLC. Yeah, yeah. I, let's, I, let's get it. I, I think, yeah, I think that might be shown off, um, dude. I I got that um, the Christmas I it came out. I got it, and it was just the glitches were so bad I couldn't even finish it, and I haven't even been back to it since. But from what I understand, I got the PS5 version. I just haven't booted it up. But from what I understand, it's. Um, a million times better since the next gen update and everything. So I got to get back into it and maybe check out the DLC whenever it comes out. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I know a lot of people had their, their issues with cyberpunk glitches, everything aside, excellent game, solid, solid story, really fun gameplay, a lot of fun missions. Um, definitely, definitely recommend for somebody if they're, you know, they're thinking about it, Listen, man, you got a next gen console. You got a Series X. Um, probably it probably doesn't run that well on the Series S, um, but you got a PS5. You got an Xbox Series X, man. You got Cyberpunk on either one of those. That that next gen update, that that PS5 and Series X uh, update, that's free. Yeah. Um, get that downloaded, man, and um, just enjoy yourself. A lot, a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Um. So the last thing I have here is Starfield. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but to sidetrack a little bit, when do you think, because it just came to my mind, but when do you think uh, we're going to see any kind of footage for Grand Theft Auto 6? That is probably my most anticipated um, since, I don't know, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> it's probably, Grand Theft Auto 6 I would probably put above Spider-Man 2 in all honesty. Wow. Um, so I was actually talking to a buddy of mine about this and he seems to think that we might, we might see something on Sunday. Um, from, from the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know though, man. Um, 
I, I just don't really know how far they are with the game. Yep. I know we had those leaks about what a year ago, maybe like nine months ago or so. Mm-hmm. There was some there was some uh, footage that came and got le- like leaked or whatever. Um, if we don't see anything now, my guess is going to be there's probably going to be some type of uh, I don't want to say Rockstar Direct, but maybe like a, a Sony Direct, like a, like another like uh, PlayStation Showcase or one of those uh, programs that they do like later on, maybe like in the fall and maybe we'll see something then just to get a little bit more information, man. I hope so. Um, I know rockstar. I don't think that, you know, they do these um, marketing deals and everything. And um, like Sony will get the marketing rights to grand theft auto six, even though it's going to be on both systems, Xbox and PlayStation. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes they do timed exclusives. I don't see them doing it for a Grand Theft Auto, but um, I'm really curious to see how the release plays out. And I can't wait to see like details on the story. And um, I know it's going to be like based in Vice City again, I believe, oh, um, nice. which I'm stoked for. Um, I believe it's Miami. Um, so I, I'm just, that's like when that news of that comes out, my hype meter is going to go through the roof. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say, man, I, uh, I haven't even played through five. Oh um, yeah. And I own five on 360 PS3 PS4 and the Xbox one. And, <laughs> and I have the, uh, the next gen update. Oh. So I've got the PS5 version. Um, I don't know what it is, man. I just, uh, I, I can't get into it. I get to the same part every single time and I just, I lose interest after that. For me, for me, like I've played through the game uh, when I first got on 360 and then I think I played through it again on Xbox One. But I've been wanting to go back to it with the new next gen update, but I just can't do it when I know I have to go through that long uh, prologue or whatever in the very beginning. <laughs> it's like 30 or 45 minutes from, if I remember right, of it's cut scenes you can't skip and it's just i'm like man i don't want to get into that again but so i i might be wrong i might be misspeaking when i say this but i think you could skip those i think with the with the update i think you're able to skip those really um, okay i i i think so i don't i don't know 100% certain but i kind of feel like you could um so i did start a playthrough on the ps5 and it it runs really clean really really clean so i uh i do remember even on the uh, the ps4 pro when i was playing the ps4 version there was a couple of points uh where the game was hiccuping um even at the beginning like you know like when you're doing like you're breaking out of the bank or whatever it is that you are yeah um you know like it was kind of hiccuping a little bit there um but on the ps5 man it's been it's been really really smooth um and with the driving and everything it's just it's really clean i mean it looks it looks good. It plays good, but man, I just, I wish I could get into it. Yeah. That's crazy that it hiccuped a little bit on the PS4 pro because that game was built for the 360. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I remember playing it on the, uh, on the PS3 man. And that was, that was one of those games that was uh, putting some wear and tear on that PS3. Like you, you heard that fan go. Yeah. Like oh, that, yeah. <laughs> That, oh, that, yeah. that PS3 was working overtime. <laughs> Thing was heating up. Yeah. So what what was um what was fun about the PS3 version was um with the uh, jailbroken PS3, 
you have like the uh the modded like menus and stuff for gta 5 um so that was pretty fun using that kind of stuff but i don't know if that's still around being because like i know they shut the uh, the servers down for the ps3 version you're saying mo- there are mods yeah so if you uh, if you jail if you jailbreak your ps3 okay. you can install mods and stuff for gta 5 and it's just like like floating in the air like just all kinds of like crazy stuff that you can do um so they had lobbies that you would go in and they were just like modded lobbies and people were just, it was chaos. It was fun, but like I, I said, I, they, they shut down the, uh, the PS3 servers. So I don't know if that's something that could be like revived with the jailbroken PS3 or not. Yeah. I, m- I missed the part where you said jailbroken PS5 or PS3. Um, okay. So let's talk about Starfield a little now, obviously, it's going to be a big showcase on Sunday, but um, what do I have here? Oh, so apparently it takes place in 2330, like 300 years in the future. Um, and what I thought when I was researching it, I didn't realize they released gameplay uh, of it like, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe. Um but there's going to be like different religions in the same sense of like factions you can join and everything. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, apparently they have over a thousand different planets to explore. Um, and uh, apparently they do it with like procedural generation or whatever. So it's like randomly um, generated planets when you get there. Um, which I guess that's pretty cool. I, um, I don't know if they're going to be using like AI for that or whatnot. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but what I want to see most out of it is like some expansive customization to your character. Like I want to be able to make my character look like as much of an idiot as I want him to look like, you know, um, I, I want, I want like, uh, like for your home planet, I hope you have like a home planet, like a home base that you can customize like, uh, your spaceship, uh, your house or whatever. Or, um, and I want to be able to like customize your, like if you're on a planet, not necessarily in your spaceship, I want like different vehicles, like, um, rovers or something like that. I think that would be super cool that you could customize and get around the planet that you're on quicker. I think that'd be sick. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think most of all, I'm looking for a story. I, I want to know what the story's about. Um, I haven't seen anything on that really. Um, apparently there's, there's a war that had just ended like 15 or so years um, before the start of the game. So I, I'm sure that's probably going to uh, come into play a little bit. Um, but I'm super, I'm super stoked for it. I'm not really big um, Elder Scrolls fan or super RPG player, but I like the idea of exploring space and everything. Um, I, I'm really intrigued to see what they do with that. I think it's I, I think the game is gonna end up being really good. Um I know there's there's been a lot of talk of if the game's gonna be running at 30 frames, if it's gonna be running at 60 frames. I believe I think it's gonna be like 4K 30, if I'm not mistaken, or like something like that. Um so I know a lot of people are upset about that, but to me, and I you know, I in my opinion, I don't think frame rates 
determine whether a game is good or not. Um, and that could be, you know, being that I'm an older gamer, growing up playing Nintendo, Super Nintendo, you know what I mean? Like, those are some, like, I had some of the best memories playing NES, Super NES, Nintendo 64, PS2, um, even even today, like, those games still hold up, in my opinion. Yeah. But, um, you know, to, for, to have a game at, like, 30 frames per second and be like, oh, no, this game is awful, um, that's, I don't know, I think that's weird. So I think when it comes out, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be pretty much Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, but in space. Um, I like those games. I think I have a lot of fun with them. I know a lot of other people who have a lot of fun with them. So I think even if Starfield's a miss, it's going to be a hit. If that makes any oh, sense. Oh yeah. I think there's so much hype behind it. There's no way that it can fail. Almost like a like Cyberpunk 2077. Like, yeah, it was complete ass when it came out, but there was so much hype behind it. It sold so many copies, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um one thing that I noticed and I heard people talking about it after I saw this, um when you I don't I don't know why it bothers me. But when you leave a planet or you arrive at a planet and you go in to land on that planet or you take off from the planet, whatever, I don't think it's a free, like, take off and go up into space on your own type thing. I think as soon as you hit, like, leave planet, I think it's a cutscene of you leaving that planet. And I don't know why that bothers me, but I kind of want more of a, like, a free take off and land type thing uh, when you get to different planets. Is it? Uh, do you feel the same way? Is that? Am I weird for thinking that? No, I don't. I don't think you're weird. Um, I mean, you know, hey, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, I mean, for me, I don't. I don't think it'll bother too much unless like it turns into like a long loading screen. Yeah, so then it becomes like really tedious, and I, I just I don't think that's gonna happen though. I think it's. I, I think if they show the animation of like your apparatus taking off, landing, or whatever. I think it's going to be pretty instant. So similar to the way uh, Destiny 2 works, um, you know, like on the next-gen consoles, um, you go into orbit, and you're in orbit for probably like five seconds, and then you're already dropping down. Whereas previously on the Xbox One and the uh, PS4, like you were up there for a little bit, you know, to let everything load and like all that other stuff. So I think if the load times are pretty much non-existent with that, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. But if that acts as like a buffer to like load like the next area and stuff, and it takes a little bit, I could see that becoming tedious. Yeah. And then yes, I would I would agree with you on that. Yeah, with those SSDs, I hope it cuts. You know, there's almost no load time. But you never know. Like, yeah, games nowadays, um, there's no load time. But as these games get bigger and bigger, I I would stand to think that. Uh, once a game gets big enough, it doesn't matter if you have an SSD or not. If there's a long-ass load screen, you're going to have, a, like, a one, two-minute load screen. And I hope we don't get that, but... Um. Yeah, yeah, that would be... Uh, I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's so nice now not having load screens. Yeah. Um, I think the one the one thing, though, is going to determine how long I actually play that game, because... Um, I... It looks great, and I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to try it out, but 
The one thing that's going to keep me invested, I think, is how they model their quest system and tracking quests and everything. I think if it's one of those, like, kind of like Elden Ring, um, there's really not, you can't put any waypoints on your map. Like, there's nothing telling you where to go. Like, if I'm doing a side, if I am go up to the NPC and I start a side quest, I want to see a little marker on my map showing me where I got to go to complete that, you know, that part of the quest. I don't want to be left to figure it out and then I just be stuck, like, not knowing where to go. Yeah, my guess would be um, it's going to be similar to like the layout of the previous Elden Scroll or Elder Scrolls games, and then Fallout, where you get like your objective, and then you could go into your menu and choose which mission you want, and then you're going to have like a little like waypoint or some type of like compass like gimmick showing you like, hey, this is where you're going, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Do you have anything for Xbox you want to see or anything else or? Um, no, man, I think that's, that, that, that pretty much covers everything. You know, I think, um, I know this is kind of crazy, but I, I don't think I'd mind seeing like a new console, not like a next gen console, but like, Hey, here's like the series, whatever. And it's like series Y. Of, like, yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the series Z. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, the, I guess like the, the slim version of the series x you know since i haven't gotten the um i haven't gotten the series x yet i hope it's not one of those things like um that like for instance the ps3 when it first came out the very first uh models of the ps3 was able to be backwards compatible with ps2 games if they release a new updated version of X, Xbox Series, whatever it may be. I hope they don't take away from whatever something the Series X has. So, because I'm not going to buy both. Um, if they announce a new system, I'll go purchase that new system. But I hope I'm not missing out, um, by not getting the Series X. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I would, I I would be very upset. If it's like, hey, here's like the new Xbox or whatever, like the updated model, but we're taking away like backward compatibility yeah. or, yeah. you know, come on, man. Like, yeah. don't do that. I don't see them doing that because I feel like Xbox, uh, all, what they have going for it is their backwards compatibility. Um, like PlayStation's kind of getting into it now, but um, Xbox has been, you know, all about the backward compatibility for years now. Yeah, yeah. So I um I'm definitely like not happy with Sony and like the lack of backward compatibility for the PS5. Um, you know, with with the PlayStation Plus Premium, we're getting we're seeing mostly like PSP games. Um and I mean that's cool and all, but I I'm not the biggest fan of the emulation of that. Um I'd like to see a lot more PS2 games and I don't like the fact that the PS3 games have to be streamed. I I wish I could pop in my PS3 disc and have, hey, like improved visuals, improved frame rate, similar to the way the Xbox One X was, yep. similar to the way Xbox Series X is. Um, you know, so for me, that's, that's a big, big whiff on Sony's part. And I think that's where Microsoft definitely has the advantage there. 
because somebody like me, a collector, I do have a relatively large 360 collection. I have a relatively large original Xbox collection. I have a relatively large Xbox One collection. So these are all games that I want to be able to, to go back and play. And now, granted, I have everything hooked up, but what about the people that have relatively large collections but don't have the room don't have the space to hook up all their consoles yeah what if they have you know to what, I mean? what if they have to like trade in their old console to get the new one yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's just like man like then what do you do with all those games and now you know as well as i do a lot of those games man especially like the area we live in um you know you're you're not getting anything for those games yeah and now you're you're pretty much stuck with stuff that you can't even use come on Dude, I get it. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of the streaming games either because, uh, you know, where I live, internet's okay, but sometimes it gets spotty and, um, it's just, you know, some people don't have the internet capability to stream games like this, AAA games. And it's just, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Nice, nice. Uh, Luke in chat says Starfield has to be better than No Man's Sky in a lot of ways and procedural generation. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. There will be procedural generation for planets. They said they're going to be like a, a thousand planets um, in there to explore and they'll all be randomly generated and stuff. So, yeah, I get it. So, I hope, and I know this is probably asking for a lot, man, but I'm hoping the the randomly generated planets are not like just like reskins. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, hey, here's like Mars. Here's like a pink version of Mars. Yeah. Here's like a green version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. here's Earth 2.0. No. Um, so, so um, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you played Returnal yet on the PS5. Yep. Um, I haven't that, beat it. That's though. actually, did you beat it? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't beat it either. Um, but to me, that's that's a good example of a game that's like super random because like every time you die, it's like literally like a different layout. Um, you might get a same room like six rooms later on. Yep. But it seems like every time you restart, like the first at least like four or five rooms you get are completely different. Yeah. So hopefully Starfield will will have that same tech. That would be. That would definitely be cool. Um, yeah, I need to get back into Returnal. I, I loved it. I love the bullet hells type of uh, um, genre. Um, but I never even came close to uh, finishing the first stage. And once I realized there were multiple stages and everything, I was like, oh. And then I think another game came out or something that I just got into and I forgot about Returnal. But I got to get back into it. It's a good game. Yeah, for sure. The um, so those roguelike games are, uh, you know, they're kind of fun, man. But sometimes they get a little tedious. Um, I don't know if you played the game Hades. Have you heard of Hades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I got okay. that on PS Five recently. I haven't played it yet though. So, um, I think it won like Game of the Year a couple of years back, and I know uh, it got like rave reviews and stuff. I um, I liked it. Like I played through it, I liked it, but I I just didn't love it the way like everybody else did because I just like I thought it I thought it got kind of boring. Um, so with the comparison to Returnal, 
I never, I never felt bored playing Returnal, like at all. Even though, like, it was like you're pretty much literally doing the same thing. It's like, oh, you die, you start over. Yeah, you die, you start over. Um, so I, you know, I the, the roguelike games, I could understand why why they would get tedious. Um, but Returnal, I think, is a really good example of one that's done well. Oh yeah, agreed, agreed. Um. So, what uh, what do you think you're going to be playing this next week up until we talk again? Um, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I I've been trying to uh, you know, I'm going to be messing around with some more Tears of the Kingdom, just you know, screwing around. Uh, I'm trying to go through the backlog. I actually just uh, I finished up Mafia Definitive Edition last night. Uh-huh. Um, that was a game that I had been wanting to play forever. Um, I think back since the original Xbox, um, and I just never played it. And then finally, they came out with Mafia Definitive Edition. And oh man, I'm gonna get it one day. I'm gonna get it one day. I finally got it. It's been sitting on my shelf. So that day finally came, man, and uh, I played through it. I I really enjoyed it, man. It was a good game. Um, is it game of the year? No. Um, is it in my top 10? No, but it was, I had a really solid time with it. Good story, good mechanics, pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. I, I got, I think that's on PS plus now too. Uh, if you have plus membership, you can download and play for free. Um, but I got that downloaded right now and I need to jump into it. I, when I, I probably downloaded like two or three months ago, but, um, I played a couple hours. I was like, man, this is really cool. But like everything, it just got pushed to the side and I never finished it, but I'd like to get it. Yeah, it's like um it's like a GTA Lite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yes. that's not by Rockstar, right? I don't know. They didn't do that. No, no, that's a two K that did that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I um I, I, I actually want to start the second one. So I I've heard the the Mafia two remaster that's like on the PS4 that you could play on the PS5 has a lot of glitches. I just heard like that remaster was just like piss poor. Um, so I actually own a physical copy of mafia two on the PS three. So I think I'm going to fire up the PS three and play it on that and just kind of see how I feel about that one. And then I have mafia three on the PS four and I've had that one since like the beginning of time. And again, that's another one that I, I bought that one. I paid full price for it. I got that maybe like the second week it came out. And oh man, I'm gonna play it, and I never played it, and now I think that game is like ten bucks. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so, lesson learned. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, um, do, do you do you find it hard to go back to like PS3 and stuff when you've been playing your PS5 for the past year or however long you've had it? I don't know, but I I know like a lot of people do have a hard time with you know having to go back to like the older stuff because of the graphics and everything, and I just um. I don't, so I, I used to play a lot of PS3 games that were available on the PS4, on the PS4. So like, for instance, Diablo 3, I used to play the hell out of Diablo 3 on my PS3, even though I had it on my PS4. Um, And it, when you compare the two, um, it runs like shit on the PS3. It just (laughs) runs really bad. Um, So it's that that retrospect yeah it's it's hard to do that but if i'm playing a game like i don't know infamous for instance um 
I have no, there's no like better version to compare it to. Um, yes, there's infamous second son on the PS4, but it's not infamous one or infamous two. Mm-hmm. So like to me, like I could kind of separate it, but if I were to go and play dark souls two, for instance, like dark souls two on the PS4 scholar, the first sin. Yeah. Runs great. Excellent. If I go back and play it on the PS3, I'm going to have like not such a good experience because like the frame rates are going to be lower. Like the graphics are going to be a little bit choppier. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as I, I kind of keep my, my expectations in tech and I don't, I don't play anything that I would normally play like on a PS5, I'm sorry, on a PS4, I'll be all right. Nice. So what about yeah. you, man? Do you, do you, do you find yourself going back and forth or having a hard time with your, your, yeah. your older stuff? Yeah, it's hard. It really yeah. is. Um, it's just the SSDs, I think, for me. Like, if I got to sit there and wait for a 10-minute-long loading screen, I just get fed up. I'm like, ah, screw this. I think I'm spoiled now with the SSDs. Yeah. Um, but the last game I booted up my PS3 for was probably about a year and a half, two years ago now. I started playing through uh, Fight Night Champion again. Mm. I... I forgot how much I love those fight night games. That could be, yeah. that could be something I want to see from one of these developers. I don't know. Um, I know EA made it, but a nice boxing game. I'd, yeah. Bring I'd be it down back, to play man. That. Boxing's regaining popularity, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like boxing was pretty much dead and now it's uh, the resurrection has happened, man. And now it's, uh, it's coming back in. So yeah, maybe, it, maybe it's time for a new fight night. Heck yeah. I think that would be big if they unveil something like that. Uh, EA does. Man, uh, Luke in chat says Returnal was a shocker for me. It was fantastic. Yes, it is. Uh, also said Hades had great potential, but it got way too hard to get through the levels and eventually became too much of a grind. Ooh, that's good. To yes. That, yep. It kind of goes with what you said. Just kind of got old after a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, because that, that's literally like how it was. It was just like you die, and then it's like, okay, like now you got to get new weapons, and it's just like it got harder and harder. And then after a while, it's just like it, it just gets super tedious, man. Yep. I get it. I, I might boot it up at some point. I got it on sale, um, I think last Black Friday, maybe. I forget. I got it on sale. It was like 10 bucks, I think. So I picked it up. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's not the worst game you're ever going to play. You know what I mean? Like it's it's definitely good, but it just has like that like that tedious like grind to it. That's just kind of like, eh. yeah. All right, so hey, um, we're live streaming this on YouTube right now, but I think my plan is at some point. I don't know if I'm gonna put the very first episode up. I might uh, wait till we bank a few, and then start throwing them on like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everything. So if by some chance you're listening on there, uh, head over to YouTube and hit the subscribe and like button and show some support. Um, but I think that's going to be good for this week there, old school. Um, I appreciate you joining in and talking to me. And I can't yeah, wait I to do some more. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Heck yeah, it's been fun. Absolutely. Um, all right, so if you, Luke, you've been in here this whole time. Thank you, buddy, for watching. And if you're watching later after this VOD goes up, I appreciate you. All right, guys.